three, two, one. Welcome to the Theta Gang podcast slash live stream. I have a, uh, I'm streaming right now uh, with my chat on Twitch. Uh, we stream on Tuesdays, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, this is part seven of the stock tier list. If you have not gotten a chance to listen uh, or watch. No, no, it's just listen. I haven't uploaded to YouTube or anything. <laughs> if you haven't got a chance to listen to other ones, I highly recommend uh, listening to the earlier ones first. So you get a context of just how things are graded. Um, but yeah, let's just jump straight into it. We have a solid like hour to uh, go through. And today we're starting off with McDonald's. McDonald's is a pretty cool stock. I think from what I remember though, McDonald's um, has pretty low IV, but we're, let's just go through the, our normal process. We're just looking, looking up stuff. So we'll go through McDonald's stock. I love McDonald's. I spend at least $20 at McDonald's every time I go. And that's pretty frequently too. McDonald's has a pretty good dividend yield of 2.27%. P&E ratio, very solid at 26. Though I'm not convinced that 26 is low for a food company, but it is McDonald's. I mean, more kids recognize McDonald's than Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's a pretty big deal. Um, and we've talked about this previously before as well about Disney. While Disney's p and &E ratio is skyrocketed high, it's brand and notoriety carries it pretty far and it's just a really important company so that's that's like where mcdonald's is um really positive too we're gonna go into uh tastyworks now do this boom let's check out mcdonald's as a cover oh this stock graph looks pretty good just from you know what i'm seeing here daily year to date graph if you can see respects the 50 EMA pretty well, and we're at that 50 EMA right now. This is a pretty cool entry for McDonald's if you wanted to just buy some stock or diversify. That's also another plus, right, that we haven't really talked about all too often, is if you're wanting to buy a little bit of some of these companies I might mention, uh, just think about that from a diversification standpoint. I think I've knocked off, like, um, Chipotle, for example, Chipotle's stock is like in the thousands of dollars, right? And so when you're talking to a beginner about stocks, it's sometimes it's hard to pitch a stock that's like a thousand something bucks um, because they can't afford that many shares and they just, they'll just feel either all in or they will be all in on one share of a stock and it's never a good feeling. Um, and otherwise, Chipotle would be great just to diversify because it's a great food company partly a tech company its app is awesome it's like entire process is just really clean mcdonald's is on that same front too their app is also really good and you might be thinking Junie, that that's that shouldn't even matter at all on the stock tier list why are you talking about an app it's like i talk about stocks from a point of view where if i like using it if i like eating it if i like yeah, I mean, I guess it's really those two things. <laughs> um, then I'll buy the stock uh, if I am not using my money elsewhere on something else that I like more, such as NVIDIA, Apple, uh, AMD, etc. So McDonald's, if you love McDonald's as much as I do and you are you have capital that's just waiting to be spent, maybe you put it in this stock that has a div nice dividend return. Um, and has an okay PE ratio, and it helps you diversify. Because what's the chances that you're already invested in a food stock? Chances are pretty low. Right now, a lot of people are into tech stocks. Uh, if you're into a food stock, mostly, I'd say most people are invested into Yum, Yum brand, where that has a lot of other food companies because it's a big food conglomerate. But um, yeah, this is a, that's just my overall opinion on uh, investing into McDonald's from a high level, right? It's like diversification, a key point, great. It's not that all too expensive, um, not like Chipotle. Going into the uh, the options ladder, how is this coming through? It's going good. Um, IV is okay. It's not the best thing in the world. 
for a 31 day or for a 24 day open interest is not good I, I'd say it's not not good IV again it's okay 240 seems solid so like what would what would me selling a 240 look like The monthly seem like they have like a good bit of open interest. But yeah, the weeklies are really starving. From an option seller standpoint, or I mean also option buyer standpoint, bull option trader. Thank you for the follow. Um, it's not looking so hot. Buying shares, I mean, I think it's not a bad idea. But this chart technicals right now look really good for an entry. No lie. Some of you might be saying like, oh, you know, wow, it looks like it just tried all-time high and it's corrected. But, you know, do you want to buy at all-time high? It, that might be okay. But, you know, it, history shows this year it's bounced off to the 50 EMA a few times that this is oogla boogla. Can't tell the future, but it's some indicator. Okay, let's place this thing. McDonald's, is it a C tier? Okay, is it A tier? No. I would rather have you put your money into literally everything in A tier than McDonald's. B tier. Would I rather have you... Everything in A tier is better than McDonald's. In B tier, I would never say to invest in Canada Goose over McDonald's. Blizzard, more risky than McDonald's. Alibaba, more risky than McDonald's. JD, more risky than McDonald's. Fiverr, more risky than McDonald's. Defense was like the medium, where like, it's good to invest in defense. It's not good to promote war, obviously. Um, would rather have you invest in defense or something, or McDonald's. War or McDonald's. If a beginner said, hey Junie, I bought stock in McDonald's. I'd be like, great. Hey Junie, I bought stock in Lockheed Martin. Great. From an option standpoint, I'd rather have you trade defense stocks. From a stock buying standpoint, I think they're tied. So this isn't me promoting war, but to be fair, buying selling options on defense companies is better than McDonald's. McDonald's open interest is just far too low. It's implied volatility is also too low. For long portfolio though, both companies are just as good. And I think, I'm just gonna quickly bring up Tastyworks again. I kinda wanna just see what, um, uh, what the, the, um, wow, what, what is this? This is a massive spike up. Um, I want to see what defense stocks looked like during COVID. Wow, what a graph. Um... Okay, so COVID rebounded, sure, but then started correcting off. I don't know what this is. I don't know what prompted this to happen. Is this like the election or something? Um, Cause I bet you McDonald's 
Yeah, McDonald's is COVID proof though. Defense companies are not COVID proof or <sighs> I'm stuck on this one. Best offense is a good cheeseburger. <laughs> I like McDonald's more than defense stocks. <laughs> the best offense is a good cheeseburger, bruh. <laughs> uh, yeah, McDonald's is better. It's COVID proof. Here we go. If a beginner bought McDonald's and another beginner bought Raytheon and we went through any other pandemic, anything health related, any big catastrophe. Maybe we don't care about war anymore, but we just want a good cheeseburger. That's how informal this stock tier list is. <laughs> and we're just gonna place it there. I'd rather have you invest into something that you fundamentally believe into. I mean, you go to McDonald's more than you touch a missile. Um, Altria is our next one. Let's bring up here. Altria, I think, is the, um, the, the, the cigarette one, right? Altria Group Incorporated is an American corporation and one of the largest producers and marketers of tobacco, cigarettes, and related products. It operates worldwide and is headquartered in Unit... Union unincorporated Henrico County, Virginia, just outside the city of Richmond. Okay. Okay, okay. Nice bounce from COVID bottom. P&E ratio is 20. Dividend yield is holy moly. Wow. That is, that's a lot. I mean, hey, let, but let's be, let's also be real. This is not an ad for smoking. Smoking is kind of cool, <laughs> but it's really bad for you and you can die. Just, just don't, just don't smoke. Just don't smoke. It's not worth it. It's not a good coping mechanism. <laughs> just do anything but smoke. Do, do jiu-jitsu, play guitar, uh, go skateboard, uh, raise orchids. You don't need to smoke. You don't need to do it. But it's kind of cool because that's what movies taught me. Especially 007 movies. Um, that dividend yield is insane though. 7.5%. That's crazy. Okay, let's go. Let's see what the IV is like for this company. Okay, Altria is MO, like Marlboro, I guess. Um, mum, 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 mum. Implied volatility, average. Their earnings are next week. Okay. Uh, implied vol or open interest seems whatever's. Open interest on monthlies seem very good. This is a pretty good stock to trade. Uh, uh, at least options with. Okay, let's do some technical analysis. If I do daily, year to date. Okay, bounce off the 200. Uh, I would probably feel fine if it bounced again or there would be another play, so 47. Okay, so I, I have a thesis 
that maybe it falls down to the 200 EMA one more time. Let's actually just put in, can I put in one? What is wrong with this? Two, two years? Daily is the date. Let's keep it here. If I have a thesis, that it will bounce to 47, and maybe it dips down a little bit lower, maybe it bounces upwards, but it trends like this a little bit, I would want to sell the 47 put. So I go to trade, go to 31 days just to be safe, because it's the closest monthly option, has okay vol implied volatility, 47. So, This is okay. You put up maybe like if we're if we're rounding up, you put like five thousand dollars in or forty seven hundred dollars to get seventy four seventy five bucks for a month. With this money, you can also just buy like almost 50 shares of AMD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stock to trade though, doesn't seem that bad. If we want to be extra greedy though, we could sell the 47.5, subtract the premium that received from this, and we'll have a cost basis if assigned that's even below 47. So I would probably do this one. Mm. Okay, yeah, and there's support here at 47 too. So we go, we do, we do one of these bad boys like that. So the play is, we bounce off the 200 EMA. We have some support back here, right? And then we do. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, look at this. Look at this kid saying boom, 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 boom. And he has a green PL for the year. Crazy. Um, okay. So change that to $4,700, like $47,500, receiving like 93 bucks, almost 100 bucks. This isn't bad. I don't know if anyone's actually passionate about smoking though, and that's kind of the hardest sell, is that... I think... I think this is almost where I put my differences with smoking aside. And I put it next to... Blizzard. I don't see this being a major risk factor. Um, there could be like more taxes maybe. I, I'm not even sure how taxes go in line with this or if a new presidential candidate or whoever gets elected to office in your general region or uh, state, federal, how they influence tobacco. Um, so I don't know if news is a necessary risk, but again, like looking at this graph here. I mean, it doesn't look bad. It like bounced from, from the bottom and it's just chilling here. So I'd say this is less risky than the, the companies we have in B tier here. And I think I would rather have you invest in Canada Goose. Um, would I? My reasoning that it beats Activision Blizzard and Alibaba, JD, and Fiverr is that these are all very news dependent, right? You got Blizzard news because it's Blizzard. And then you want to avoid China news because China is just getting wrecked right now in media. And Fiverr, very susceptible to um, just working from home protocol and just like contracting uh, laws and whatnot. So Altria, I'd rather have you invest more than all these. 
I like Altria's dividend a lot. So that would ha let me have a lot of conviction. If I got assigned and I was forced to buy the stock at X price, that's almost an 8% dividend and that's disgustingly high. So if in case if you ever got stuck with this stock, the dividend will help you break out um, and get reach your break even eventually. And I, like, I, I guess it's just more relevant to Canada Goose. However, I'm just gonna leave this on the podcast and leave this on the, for the live stream. If you wear Canada Goose and you're all about Canada Goose, uh, you should look at this chart like this. In fact, you might even put it like this. Anything that you love and use should be prioritized more than anybody else's opinion. If you only use Apple products, you love Apple, you should be buying Apple stock. If you eat at Chipotle every day, and you order from their app because you think it's awesome and you're getting that free guac as a reward and you're getting the free burrito every 10 times you order a burrito and you order a burrito every day, you should be buying Chipotle stock. This is this is literally just my opinion here. So, um, Next up, uh, is that Moderna? Yes. Why does it say messenger in the picture? What, what, what are they a messenger for? Where's the logo? Oh, messenger therapeutics. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. So let's go back to the stock chart. <laughs> messenger RNA. I haven't heard, I haven't heard that since since high school, bruh. <laughs> mm -hmm -hmm. Sky says, Altria dividends are really nice. I used to have them, but I quit vaping, so I had to drop it. I love that. I love that for you. This is your year, King. Ooh. I'll, I'll check that out for next time. Uh, for anything that's that I put a heavy emphasis on dividends on, I will check the open interest before and after the XTV date. That's a very good call. Green Toro says, Juni, what do you think about the new MacBook Pros and EarPods? Or AirPods? Need to sell some more cover calls, uh, cash secure puts, um, so I can get some. Uh, I think the new MacBook Pro is insane. I think if you are due for an upgrade, if you don't upgrade this, this time around, I think you're just griefing yourself. It's not gonna get much better than this as fast as it... Let me rephrase. This will be the biggest jump if you've ever needed an upgrade, ever. You need to, you need to upgrade. I've never had this opinion about any Apple product ever, uh, but this is the first time where I'm just like, wow, this is, this is it. Bird Kang says, hi Juni, haven't been to one of the, these since last year. Well, I'm happy that you're back, and thank you for stopping by and thinking of me and the chat. And Moose says messenger RNA, which I talked about a little bit before. I haven't seen that since uh, high school. Uh, actually, I take that back. College. Uh, and Lognor says mRNA. Beast. Okay, let's um. Where do we talk about Moderna? Moderna stock. They have. A P&E ratio, they are very, very, and I mean very influenced by news. Just gonna say that right now. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what the people are thinking when they buy it, when they bought it for $484.47? They're like, I really hope this this pandemic keeps going so that the stock can go up. I really hope that people continue dying so that this vaccine is needed. I, I really hope the world keeps ending so I can get a few more dollars in my account. Like, <laughs> oh man, it's, it's something. Like investing into stocks like these is such like a double-edged sword. It's very, it's very backwards. If you're very like such, if you're a very humanistic person and you're all for humanity, 
profiting off of this type of stuff is not in your uh, to-do list. But that aside, they do have a P&E ratio, so that is really nice. Dividend yield, they have none, which is expected for like a biofarm company. Um, yeah, it looks like... So there's this thing where you guys, what you guys and girls could look up to is like... Um, there's a reversion to the mean or there's like this Fibonacci type of regression that you can look at where a stock will go up X amount and it'll retrace 50%. Um, and then there's like this like template where you can like put multiple lines and just like uh, drag it up and down and you can see where it can be predicted to go down to. Uh, I, I, would, I would bet a dollar that this would fit some sort of, fit one of those curves of those templates. Uh, that's cool to see that as a peony ratio. Let's go into Tastyworks. Nice. RSI is at a historical low. For this graph at least. RSI hit 30. Lots of volume this day, and then it took off. Holy moly. Mm, seems okay. Implied volatility is really nice. It is very, very nice. 60% is very good. They have an earnings report uh, coming up on November 4th. Options volume. Open interest is not that bad, but it's also kind of bad. That's a 10 day, 31 day. Slippage is really killer though, but I think that's also because it's just a very, it's very volatile. So slippage is also higher on volatile stocks. Um... Okay, let's do the exercise. If I wanted to sell a cash secure put on this thing, if I needed to do it and my life depended on it, what would I pick? Uh, I could pick the nearest support, and it could be here. But on higher implied volatility stuff like this, I'll choose to be a little bit more greedy with my entry, just because in the case that I want to be assigned, I want to feel really good about my position. Um, so I'll pick something more along the lines of this 200 EMA right here. But because I know that this is pretty far out the money, um, I will take premium into consideration when I'm calculating my break even. So what that looks like is, um, this is around the two, I drew that line kind of off. Maybe let's just say it's like 263 area. We'll go to the nearest monthly. Uh, but here's also another thing. Having this be as volatile as it is, I wouldn't sell any option past the earnings date. Like I don't wanna get stuck with Moderna if the earnings report is really bad. Oh, but Juni, you can say that about any company. Why are you just picking on Moderna? You're picking on people that like Moderna. I like Moderna, why are you picking on me? It's, I'm not trying to pick on you. I'm just not passionate about Moderna. And I want that to be like the main focus, right? Like anybody can sell you any stock. Anyone can say, oh, Moderna is gonna be a killer. This, a kill it's actually, that's that's an oxymoron, I think, because it saves lives. But uh, Moderna is gonna have a fantastic year because, you know, uh, more and more people are becoming more open to the vaccine. People are taking more often. Oh, CVS has this deal with Moderna or something like that. I have no clue if any of that is true or any of that is remotely true. But if you get stuck with a stock that someone else pitches to you, you're gonna ask them when the stock goes down, hey, what are you doing with your Moderna stock? And then what are you gonna do if they don't reply? And it's like, that's like a huge thing that I want. 
to emphasize, you need to make sure that you believe in your stock position more than anybody else. Uh, and then selling a put uh, past an earnings date is recipe for disaster if you don't already let the stock. So I just want to say that uh, outright. But let's just pretend earnings wasn't happening. Uh, I would go here. And what is this? A 263 area. 260. This would be the one that I sell. However, open interest is really bad here. Probably choose this one. Or this one. But this isn't this wouldn't be necessarily worth it because I wouldn't want to put up $26,000 for just this amount of premium. I can put $26,000 and do two AMD wheels instead. I can um, almost do two Apple wheels instead. There's no reason why I should be taking this much risk in selling something this far out the money. You might then ask, uh, Okay, Junie, why don't you just sell at the nearest support? Why don't you sell at the, uh, the like the 300 mark, right? Let's just round it that to 300. Yes, I can get more premium. I could get almost a thousand dollars if I promise to pick it up at the nearest support. But earnings are soon, uh, and I don't want to get trapped in case if it gaps down for earnings and it's stuck and it's trying to get past this. Uh, previous support but is now resistance that just always feels really really bad um, if earnings wasn't a thing I would say only sell the 300 if you either have some insider knowledge or you really are just up to date with vaccine stuff and you're really really bullish on Moderna because there's also like Pfizer all those other companies are creating vaccines too, so you have to kind of keep those uh, other companies in mind. Um, that said, options volume, not bad. Slippage is just a little wide because of volatility. They have a PE ratio. When it comes to Biofarm, I think Moderna might be my favorite Biofarm stock. And that's not a long list of stocks. I think I only know Moderna and what, BNGO, whatever that company was that we tiered as guh. Like, I like Moderna way more than that stock. <laughs> um, however, it's very, very susceptible to news. I'm very confident I put this next to Airbnb. I put it, I put it like this. I think I like it more than Marathon. Uh, I don't like it more than Fastly because I just like Fastly more. Uh, I understand CDNs more than I do vaccines. Uh, Airbnb and Moderna both have coronavirus in common. However, I use Airbnb. I'd rather just invest in Airbnb. Kathy Wood, I think is less risky than Moderna. Like, believe it or not, a lot of people give Kathy Wood flack, but you know, she's just doing her best. That's all I can ask for. Uh, Robinhood, very susceptible to Robinhood news. Um, Chipotle, just very expensive. Very hard to pitch to beginners. Boeing, subject to Corona news. Um, but I like it's area. I like where it's at in terms of like at a technical level where, where like it, it is in the graph and price point, etc. DraftKings, very susceptible to news, very susceptible to, um, uh, announcements. Uh, they need to make announcements and laws get passed, etc. So that'd be kind of a tough sell. So I like Moderna at the very near the very end of C tier. It's almost gut because you know, if Moderna reports and they do amazing, people will say, wow, Juni, you were so wrong. Look, why would you put a C tier? C, look. And, but then if Moderna like doesn't do well, 
you know, maybe maybe there's like less and less need for vaccines. I don't know. I don't keep up with that type of news. But something of that sort where Moderna is just not um, meeting its quotas or whatever, then I look like a genius. But really, I just accounted for max loss. I just don't want to be stuck um, owning Moderna when I could be owning all of these other stocks that are above it right now. Um, and that said, like, if you worked really hard for the amount of money in your portfolio, like, you owe it to yourself to make sure you don't lose that money doing dumb things. You worked really, really hard for that money. If you inherited it, someone else worked really, really hard for that money. If you got a bonus you think you didn't deserve, you deserved it, and you also deserve to have a nice future. You should really make sure that every single dollar in your portfolio you're thinking about even if it's not um, doing anything idle money is you know sometimes okay right you lose to inflation and all this stuff but think about what you're putting your money into right you don't need to slam your money in the next big uh, short squeeze or gamma squeeze or whatever Wall Street bets is pitching these days uh, you can be smart with it and you can save up your money and not get got and it will take you very far. A lot of stocks and trading options at the very beginning is just not getting got. That's like the hardest thing. People say, no, the hardest thing is getting a lot of money and earning a lot of money. That is actually really easy. If you have an infinite amount of money and an infinite amount of tries, you can make a lot of money, but you don't. And so you have to think about it the other way. You need to make sure that you don't lose money in the learning process, because that's, that's where you're most susceptible to lose. So changing that framework and how you learn and how you just approach things, like even separate from stocks. And that's just a good point of view that I like to pitch. Um, anyway, next up is Microsoft. Very choice stock. I, I, I can already tell you right now, it's either going in A or S, but uh, no spoilers yet. So Microsoft stock. p e ratio, uh, 38. Market cap, two trillion. It's in the two trillion club. Um, you can see a lot of options volume for this stock. You can see a lot of just stock volume for this stock. Uh, and it has a dividend, which is you know not typical for a technology stock, but it has one, so that's really nice. Um, year to date, it looks like we are at all time high for Microsoft, so that's really cool. I see a lot of people getting hired at Microsoft too on my LinkedIn. Um, so that's that's just that's just nice. This stock just looks nice, or the stock graph. P/E ratio of 38 is not all too much, though. I am not sure what uh, what would justify it for going much higher. Microsoft, in my recent trading experience, has been just a very fair stock. Even its implied volatility, which I will predict will be average has just always been average. It's it's not like the other tech stocks like Tesla or um, or AMD um, that have like a little bit higher of a, a implied volatility, but Microsoft is just always a good choice. Um, it's similar to Apple where I would consider it almost like a savings account. Uh, there's I can't imagine you messing up investing into Microsoft. And so, uh, yeah, that's just, I guess that's my little one-two before we jump into the Tastyworks graph. Tastyworks, Microsoft. Okay. Um, earnings are next week, so that's cool. Uh, as you can see here, yeah, implied volatility, very average. I'd say maybe just at the very Minimum where I consider average is like 23, 24%. Um, slow motion said, why don't you look at the dates or the option volume before and after. See some like 21K there. Yeah, wow. Option volume, but this is also a weekly versus a monthly though. So I don't think that's also, I don't think that's fair. Um, oh, but I could look at this weekly. And I can look at this weekly. This weekly. Or this weekly. 
that's a monthly this weekly yeah more more options volume at the nearer date anyway um, stock graph real quick bounce off the 50 or the 10 bounce off the 50 EMA so that's cool Trading at all-time high is super scary, but I have a podcast episode detailing exactly how I like to trade, especially like a stock like this is a perfect example to think about. Like if you want to trade Microsoft after hearing me talk about it for a little bit today, and of course doing your own due diligence and making sure you feel comfortable with Microsoft and learning about everything that they provide, like their cloud services, all their products, operating systems, etc. This is a very good stock chart to consider when listening to my how to trade at all-time high or trading stocks at all-time high, whatever my episode of that is called on my Spotify, Apple Podcast podcast. Um, you have a lot of different ways to justify, because I, I don't want to call this technical analysis by any means, because that's too much oogla boogla, but you have a lot of ways to justify uh, holding this position in case if you trading at the top went south. So here's a couple things. I like the 50 EMA. I like this bounce. I like this bounce here. That's what happened here too. This bounce here. I like this bounce here. Uh, so this is reliable. One bounce, two bounce, three bounce. I guess you could almost call that four bounce. That seems fine. So we'll mark that as a spot that we like. Okay. Um, and let me see here. Some can argue maybe this is like some head and shoulders happening. Uh, that's, that's oogla boogla as well. But let's just try to justify this price point here. Because, uh, what was that stock earlier? Uh, I think it was McDonald's. But imagine if our thesis was it reaching 294 right after you bought it. You say, okay, I really like Microsoft. Microsoft seems really solid. I want to write a cash secure put because being assigned doesn't seem like a big deal to me. So then you you sell the cash secure put at all time high. Some of you might say, Junie, why don't you wait until it goes lower? I don't know if it's gonna go lower. What if it just continues to trade flat up here? Um, that could be time that you get premium, you're extracting premium from a cash secure put. Or what if it would continue to go up? right it could extend past this resistance here which it already has just needs maybe a few more days to really confirm that it's going to stay up there uh thank you uh justin nahoki for the follow i like your last name if that's actually your last name um but yeah it stocks can trade flat for a little bit too it doesn't have to correct but we're trying to maximize the amount of premium that we receive uh in any of those events so we like this ema here which is 294. I'd say that's like 294 flat. Uh, earnings, whatever. I am down to own it at 294 because I think it's a fair price. Um, and this is me committing to an all-time high price, but with some safety. So I'm gonna go here. I like 21 days. I'll trade it before the ex-dividend date. That seems pretty good in my opinion. Uh, 294, I can sell this one. This is a break even at 292.5, basically, because I'm taking 295, subtracting 225 or 250, basically, from this. Uh, I can't do this one, because that's a little bit too aggressive, in my opinion, for me, because I'm trading at all-time high, so in case if I get assigned, I want the best price possible, and this seems fine. If, this, if there wasn't earnings, I might consider the 300, which seems okay. Let me, let me try to actually show you uh, a little bit more oogla boogla. I'm trying to get into like a, a good, good moment in time here. So this right here, is 300 this is where you know, let me draw a line this 300 price is the next strike that we were looking at this is the price 250 versus 
350. So if we go here, this strike nets gives you basically $350 in premium. This strike gets you $250 in premium. There's a $100 difference in premium for uh, the same amount of time, but one, you feel way better when you get assigned. I'd rather give you back the 100 bucks, give me a better entry and better peace of mind, and we'll call it even. And that's how I would justify this trade. I would also just consider, hey, this might be your zone where you start trading and you get really comfortable. You might start selling cash secure puts here. If you do get assigned on this one, maybe you start selling the 300 cover call. And this is just how you know you can start doing some of your due diligence when you start looking at um, uh, stocks to enter that might seem a little bit more scary. Just find out where you're safe, where you feel good. This is obviously the zone where you might not feel as good as here, obviously, because the stock is going down lower. But you also have another channel too. You have lots of support here because of this strong bounce. The chances of it going down to down here, crashing below the two, 200 EMA, I, I would think some big macro news would need to happen in order for that to uh, happen again. Um, but yeah, of course, this 285 would absolutely be not worth selling as a cash secure put right now. The money could be better spent. Uh, the $30,000 could be better spent elsewhere because it would cost $30,000 to write the cash secure put basically at this price. Or to be more specific, $28,000. Um, but putting all that aside, they have a dividend. Their IV is not that great. They have good options volume. Slippage is pretty good for a stock this expensive. Um, Let me bring up the the stock tier list. If a beginner came up to me and said, hey, I'm trading Disney, I would say great, good job, good luck. Beginner said for they're, they're trading forward and they're being responsible and they're not going all in. I'd also say, great, good luck. Would I rather have you invest into Microsoft? Yes. I would rather have you invest into Microsoft. But what separates it from being an S tier? I would be grieving if I didn't put this in S tier. I would be grieving. It, it pays a dividend. It's a really good company. Stock is all, at all time high with a like a really nice, responsible looking graph. It's not like some spike. It's proven its worth. P&E ratio is not insane. And I guess they show that they can produce products really fast. I mean, the fact that they created Microsoft Teams is, I guess, uh, some proof of that they saw how much um, you know market share slack was taking so they built teams and I use teams sometimes and it's it works <laughs> um, I would say it's like not susceptible to news either and it gives you that kind of like bubble that Apple gives you AMD is susceptible to news, but like in the best way possible. Like there's always like good news about AMD. Uh, just having it be a semiconductor company that's very responsible, great leader. I think personally though, I'd rather have you invest into Apple or AMD um, than Microsoft, but I don't have enough negative points to put in A tier. 
like at all. There's nothing wrong with it. Again, I think just having it be in the S tier, I think is in a, like in the, in like a nice sounding bubble. Not in, not in a, not a bubble, like I guess what stocks are known to do, because that has a very negative connotation. Um, but this S tier, I like these. The main reason why I didn't want to put an S was that like, I don't trade it. So why would I put something in S tier if I don't particularly trade it? I think Microsoft could just have a little bit more implied volatility, um, but that's okay. Because this is also considering, hey, what if, um, what if you just wanted to buy some stock? And I think that's fine, especially since it pays a dividend. Um, cool, cool. I think I think it's, we're good to go now. It's eight thirty. It's been it's been cool. I will read through some of the chat. Um, J Jared Life bringing the the hot takes. Big click Nick. Haha, <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, thank you for the follow. Uh, slow motion. Later. We're about to end the stream anyway. Thank you so much. See you all. See you tomorrow. Uh, Log Norg, DNA, ABCO are worth checking out. Maybe next time. Uh, I bought my first share of AMD for my birthday today. Hey, happy birthday. I appreciate you spending some of your birthday on uh, the stream we have here. Welcome. Benjamin Hagen says, what I like about Microsoft compared to other tech giants is that they don't seem to face the same degree of regulatory risk. Amazon could be broken up. Facebook has all kinds of issues. Google faces antitrust lawsuits all the time, etc." I love that point. And that plays very well in line with my, with, with my bubble uh, analogies. Like nothing, nothing bad happens at Microsoft. It seems pretty good. Um, they also did stock buybacks worth 60 billion recently. Uh, that's like four lifts. That is insane how you have that fun fact in the back of your pocket. That's cool. Uh, Swagner the one. Hi, Kyle. Uh, I think you are cute too. Thank you for the kind words. Empty cans later. Bird King later. Go Cypher Inc. No, you're the best. Jay Jared, have a good night. Thank you everyone for uh, tuning in. If you want to hear me shout your name out while I read off your like um, your your chat usernames and stuff, uh, this is all gonna be uh, uploaded to uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, like all my other stock tier lists uh, have been. So go check out the podcast if you have not already. Uh, that's Theta Game Podcast, uh, and I will see everybody next week. Thanks. Bye bye.